playing well. Exclusive to The Drive with Robin Ross. And because it's a leap day today, that's why this day exists. It's not often they do a commemoration day for a thing, but not every year. Mm, but mm. today is World Rare Disease Day. And I think it's great because, I mean, this happens every four years. But I think this is something that we should be speaking about more often. There mm. is so many people who have toestande of uh, siektes sit wat hulle nie verstaan nie en hulle het geen idee hoe hulle dit gekry het nie maar dit is net, it's rare and it's a disease that you've ended up with. And I need to clarify something here. When I heard of World Rare Disease Day and I went and had a look um, my brain processed that name wrong. You know I thought rare disease meant very few people have it. Mm. It just means that there are so many of them but they're kind of rare. So rare disease is counted around the world as like one in every 2,000 people yeah. might get this disease. Um, but because there are so many of them, actually lots and lots of people have rare diseases. So I thought the number in the population would be low, but that's not true. Yeah, so according to the statistics that we found from the University of Stellenbosch, one in 15 people on earth have some form of disease that we're not really aware of. I mean, there you go. One in 15 people in the world. Yeah, right. So that's about know? 4 million in South Africa. And on the continent, it is 100 million. It sounds a lot, but if you think how many people are on the continent, yeah. you know. And Ross, I just want to speak to how you said people are not really aware of this. And people struggle with diseases and symptoms that they really don't know where it comes from. And it... It's, there are, there's a lot of stigma, but there's also a lot of emotional pressure that goes with it. So I've spoken to a geneticist, Professor Shahida Musa. Now, she's going to head a project at the university that is going to make it easier for people to get access to genome testing. We'll get to that further. But let me share one of the stories she told me in this regard. Just a little while ago, I diagnosed a 21-year-old young man with he finally has a name for his condition. His mom broke down and said she's never told anybody this before, but she thought that he was different to other children because of a strange French cheese that she had eaten during the pregnancy. And she carried that guilt through the pregnancy and through 21 years. And actually, it's something genetic, something that she didn't have control over, something that we couldn't have prevented, and it's something that she didn't cause. Dit is vir my rarig net iets wat ek rarig mee kan vreenselvig as een mama, want jy doen alles om jou kinders te beskerm en jy doen alles om jou kinders gezond te hou en dan as iets dalk verkeerd gaan of skeef loop, die eerste persoon wat jy die, die blam op gaan sit is jouself. You are going to give yourself that kind of, the guilt is yours, you know? And I mean, I can't imagine, you know, I've never been pregnant, so I don't know if you know this. Um, no. But I've seen the lists, you know, don't eat sushi, don't eat this, don't eat soft cheese, don't eat, there's a whole bunch of things. And then that one day you had that mm. interesting piece of stinky cheese. And now 21 years later, you think you've done something fundamental to your child and you've carried that with you. And then meanwhile, it's a rare disease. And one in every 15 people in the world apparently might have one. Exactly. But then... You're trying to do everything to kind of fix whatever is wrong with your child. But because it's not something that ticks one of the boxes of a big 
illness, ja. jy, jy, daar is dan nou nog goed wat in jou kop aangaan, oor hoe gaan ek my kind beter maak, as ek nie weet, of die dokters nie weet wat aangaan nie. Precies, and this is the nice thing that they're doing at the university, and they're trying to put together a database, and it's going to cover, you know, a lot of the whole continent, because a lot of these things need genetic testing as well, to mm. work out what's going on, and we don't have the databases. I mean, one of the websites I looked at, said of the the list of five and a half thousand rare diseases that they follow, there are treatments for maybe 400 of them. Mm. And the reason the treatment number is so low is because, you know, it only affects one in every 2,000 odd people. Um, so we don't spend time and money and resources developing this stuff. And one of the things that is very interesting, right? So the cost at this stage is about 10,000 rand to do this. But the, the university and this project is aiming to make it lower. But what this professor told me is because you don't know what it is, you go to various doctors, you go to hospitals, it could end up costing families 2 billion rand in that person's life to sort of treat this. So, because you don't know. So we just got to keep testing things. Exactly, exactly. No. And there is hope. So I'm going to give you guys the, um, there are places that you can go to. You can go to your doctor and they have to refer you to a gene center. All right. Otherwise, if you don't really understand what's happening, you can also email Prof uh, Shahida. So I'll give you guys her email address. And once, if anyone out there feels they don't know what's happening, it's been years you know, you are welcome to get your doctor to get in touch with her. Yeah, we'll go and put some details on the website as well, but just wanted to bring that to your attention. Um, and it's it's kind of cool that they do it that way. It is World Rare Disease Day. It only happens, though, on the 29th of February, which only happens every four years, which is kind of rare. It's The Drive with Rob and Ross. Absolutely phenomenal. Ready, all right. Jacaranda FM.